Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Steve and I are together in the Cleveland studio. There's a bunch of stuff to talk about, but we got to start by revisiting Israel and Palestine. We talked about that a lot last week. There's talk of a ceasefire. Yeah, it's so Egypt broke a ceasefire with Israel and Palestine, and um, so the, the fighting has stopped um, as of today. Right. Uh, I almost have to put a timestamp on it, because right. who knows? You know, and, but there's, obviously there's still a lot of... Uh, you know, bad blood. Yeah, there's unrest the in the city, for sure. And so it's, uh, who knows how long it'll last and who knows what comes from the ceasefire. Um, you know, it just, you know, the U.S. Is, has, is, you know, sending over nearly a billion dollars worth of weapons over to Israel. Um, so I think our, our position as a country is pretty clear um, where they stand on this. Uh, you know, and I, it's, it's terribly unfortunate and, and I... I hate to oversimplify it by saying, you know, I feel bad for both sides and it's complicated. And it, but I mean, the, the, like it is. But you do what it is, so right? That's and, fair. And and I think that the one thing that really really irks me are the people who who use these sort of instances to be either anti-Semitic or they use them to you know attack you know Islam and Muslims. Uh, and, and, and that, that, that is, that is bothersome, but there's also the people who will say, like, if you, you know, who say, in, if you criticize what Israel is doing in any way, shape or form from a government standpoint and a military standpoint, then you're being anti-Semitic, which is also a not fair argument. and bullshit and, and just sort of, you know, dismissive of the whole thing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't believe, no, no, listen, Hamas is firing rockets at Israel. So what the hell is Israel supposed to do? Right. True. I mean, like, I, I like, look. If you if you start shooting into my house, like, I'm gonna fucking shoot back, right? Um, but you can't. You, but at the same time, you can't say so. Israel's fully justified in everything that they do. I mean, because if you look at some of the stuff that Israel's done in terms of retaliation, what they've blown up. I mean, they've blown up a a a, a COVID um, um, vaccination center and and schools and stores and a lot of innocent lives have been lost and things like that. So. Like you, you, you have to be careful right. with how and you judge this. Even that's complicated, right? Because yeah. because you know people who are attacking Israel will use those places as you know human shields, saying we're going to shoot from here because you can't do this. Yeah, and now so, so so what I what I'll say about that is like uh, I, Hamas has used human shields in the past. We know sure. it. We've seen it. Um, are they? Is that what they're doing? And are in the? Like, I don't are know. they doing that right now? I don't. Know. Right? Are there, you know, agents of Hamas? At, at, you know, at these at the COVID vaccination center in Palestine, you know, firing rockets and, and shooting at Israeli soldiers. So then that justifies, you know, the the, know. the Israelis to, to blow up a COVID vaccination center. I, I feel like the answer is probably no, but I, I don't know, and you never know. Um, you know, they, they, they blew up a, uh, uh, I believe, a, a place where I think it was either the AP News or, or Al Jazeera, um, 
you know, where they were stationed and they, and they blew up a building there. And, you know, the justification was that Hamas was hiding in the building or they had, you know, they had people in the building or something along those lines. And so people, people immediately go to, why is Al Jazeera harboring terrorists? And it's just like, one, do we actually know that anyone from Hamas is even in that fucking building? Like, are, are we, so we're just taking, you know, the Israeli government's word on, you know, their targets and why they targeted these certain places. Like, of course they're going to say that. Right. But, I mean, like, come on, let, let, let's, let's look at this, like, you know, discerning adults and think, like, look, that, I mean, that there's a good chance that this could be bullshit. No. One thing I, I, this is an aside, but the people who are super pro-Israel are also the kind of people you'd find in Charlottesville carrying tiki torches saying, Jews will not replace us. And I shouldn't say, I shouldn't, that's an unfair thing. Uh, yeah, be careful. <laughs> let, let me say it this way. The folks carrying those torches saying that would probably come out and say, I'm pro-Israel. I'm like, if you don't see the hypocrisy in that, I'm sorry. I, now, I, I, that's, I would need to see it, to, like, because that, that's a big jump, right? It, it, maybe. Go, I, like, I, I don't know. I mean, but you, like, you know, you see Megan McCain on Twitter who is just any, like, who is only pro-Israel, any critic, like, she's one of those people who, if you criticize the Israeli government in this at all, you're anti-Semitic, and you're against the, right. you're against the Jews, and, and she literally said in a tweet that, you know, if you're criticizing the Jews, then, you know, you are the type of person that's making way for the next Holocaust, and it's just like, hold on, right? right. Like, I mean... Because from who has the power here, it's very clear. Yes. Israel is... Out guns, out muscles, the Palestinians to a degree that is ridiculous. Right, I mean, which is and, why they do what and, they do. And my my fear is that once the ceasefire comes to an end, and they if if this ceasefire comes to an end and they start fighting again, does Israel get to a point where they don't take their foot off the gas? They don't stop the pressure, and they're just like, look, we're just going to wipe them out. Fuck it. Right, I mean, and and I know it seems like, oh no, of course they wouldn't do that, but it just seems like Netanyahu, he seems a little less hinged than he normally has been over the last twenty years. Um, it just feels like Israel is ready to kind of be done with this, and so the question then, and we kind of talked about this, you and I via text, is so what's the like in a perfect world there would be a two-state solution the palestinians would be happy the israelis would be happy the palestinians would have a, a normal government hamas would go away and everything would be hunky-dory they would leave each other alone it would be fine but i mean like that's pie in the sky sort of thing right and the bills are going to draft me to play quarterback exactly so so now it's just like all right so in reality what what, what can happen here and if if israel really goes in just guns are blazing they don't take the brakes off like, yeah, you're going to have people that stay back and fight, whether it's Hamas or just people that are just tired of being bullied by, you know, the, the Israeli government, government yeah. and, and, and the military. But, you know, some of those people are going to be like, look, we got to get the fuck out of here, right? And so where do they right. go? And I, I just, I don't know where they go. I know a lot of, I know a lot of Palestinians have fled to Jordan. Um, but the issue is, is that, like, in order to get to Jordan from Gaza, like, you got to go through Israel. Sure. Right? I mean, even, even to get to Syria, like, the, I mean, the only reasonable place for them to get where it's not a political not a complete political nightmare and not an awful like journey is is egypt but even then like it's that's like, no walk in the park it's right? no walk in the park and you're walking into a fucking desert yeah right i and mean the government has been in around listen, egypt is is not a mess the, right is, now. is not the you know most stable place either so i mean it's just a really 
frustrating, scary, sad situation. I, I hate to, like I said, I hate to oversimplify it. Um, you know, I want to dig into it more and understand it from a historical standpoint, um, just to really be able to wrap my head around it. Like I studied a little bit in college, um, but it was a lot to take in. Like I got I, to be fully, you know, full disclosure, you know, at the age of 19, 20, trying to really process what the hell is going on in this sort of situation, it was a lot for me. Um, <laughs> and for any 19, 20-year-old whose yeah. mindset is, where am I going to get drunk? Where am I going to get laid? What am I going to do with a football game this week? And yeah, then, I mean... Uh, and I, you and know, that's not a shot at you by any no, means. No, I mean, I just... I mean, no, to be fair, I was a very productive student. And the, <laughs> the, the, the late, getting laid and getting drunk came second to playing football and then school, right? Like, and let's not get it twisted. Football came first, then academics. I just happened to do pretty decent with the academics. But, um, you know, it was a lot to take in. So, I mean, while I understand some of the basics of it, the intricacies I, I really want to dig into more, which I plan on uh, here soon. And, and I, don't know, I don't even know what that means. I think it's more just for me personally. I don't think it's something that we need to expand upon on the show. Right. We, we got a link from uh, Ben from My Whiskey right. Den. I'm going to check that out. So he says there's a podcast. I'll listen to it and tweet it. And uh... Yeah, I mean, there's, and, and there's a lot to wrap your head around, right? I mean, and, and, and I don't know, I don't think this is something where you need to pick sides. I think you just need to pick what's right um, from just a human capital standpoint. Uh, and, I, and I don't think that that's a clear, easy answer. It's not. And let's face it, governments don't do that. They have their, true, they have true. their agendas I and mean, they have their right, constituents and, and they don't give a fuck about the other side. Um, what are we doing here domestically? What's going on domestically? here? Domestically, well, we got the January... What's going on in our happy home here in, in the our, U.S.? Um, so the January... So the House voted to approve a bill to have a uh, January 6th commission formed. I am finding this whole thing very interesting. So 35 Republicans and 100% of the Democrats voted in favor of this. Um, to me, to vote against this, you better have your ducks in a row to explain why. Because I think... I've, all right, so I, I watched the uh, uh, HBO special about QAnon. Mm -hmm. And the last episode, they showed more footage of the January 6th thing, but I just recently rewatched the last episode. And I was mad at myself because my mind was like, not, I was treating it like it was in the past in a way that it doesn't need to be in our front, you know. Like it was World, World War II. Right. And it's not. Fucking January 6th of this year. Right. And assholes attacked our fucking capital. Yeah, five, five months. months ago. Yep. And it, the, some of the asshole Republican congressmen said things like, if you didn't know this was January 6th, you would think it was just another tourist day in D.C., Really, asshole? They build gallows and ha talk about hanging the fucking vice president yeah. on a normal day in D.C.? You lying piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Right. Sorry, I'm I trying mean, to the, the, I mean, the, the, the Capitol Police, the, it was either the Capitol Police or Secret Service had to kill a woman because she refused to stop kicking in a goddamn window and right. literally tried to come through it when they said stop with a gun pointed at her. And she was a military veteran, so she, yeah. knew, she knew better, but she had made a choice that she was going to violate every command and law that she knew in her fucking head, and it cost her her life. That, is, that does not typically happen in our capital. That's not tourism. Right? Like, that's not, like, I, I have never taken a tourist, I've never taken a, 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 a tour of someplace and said, hey, do you want to get shot today? You know, if you do, then these are your options. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right? Not to mention what happened, like, the police that were beaten, the police officer that died after the fact, 
um, um, you know, the, the just the, the the fact that you had like how often, how many times do the do, do you have to get the entire house into safe rooms and safe zones right. because of the of right. a potential threat? Right, right. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, it's just a normal day. If, if you didn't know better, fuck off. Right, and there's there's so much there's so much footage. Well, even like Fox News has got to be killing themselves for what they showed, right? Because like they're just like, oh, what is going on here? Like Fox News even showed these people out of their fucking minds, and they tried to spin it and say, oh, well, it's Black Lives Matter and Antifa plants, but it's kind of hard when and they're waving. That didn't work out right. Right when they're waving MAGA flags and they're pointing at themselves, like, look at me, I'm here. And then you go to their social media, and those people are like, hey, look at me, I hate the government, I, right. you know, I hate the left right. and everything else. And they had paper trails, and then you know, and then they went home and bragged about what they did. Right? They talked about it on Parlor and everything else. So, I mean, the whole, like, it's, you know, that night, I, I have to say, January 6th, a piece of me died. Right? A piece of me died. Was it a bigger piece of me that died on 9-11? No. But I will tell you that a piece of me died because it wasn't just the attack. Right? It wasn't just the people... Uh, um, you know who were who were who who were rushing the capital, but it was the number of people who were willing to look the other way, the number of people who were willing to make excuses, who were to justify it, who were to laugh at it, deflecting, who, blaming, deflected, blaming, and, and the people who were watching it in real time with me, who you know, like as as a country, and just decided that this wasn't that big of a deal, right? Like they're literally attacking our capital. They took down the American flag and they replaced it with the Trump flag. Like what? Like, could you, what in the actual fuck would we all do? I tell you, like, if that, if those people were Muslim and brown and they had done that with an ISIS flag, it, let me tell you, my black ass would have been there with my guns ready to fight someone, right? Like, re like ready to fucking go, right? And you're going to sit here and tell me like this, oh, this is, this is fine. This is normal. You're making a big deal out of nothing. This is just people that are a little upset with the government. Get the fuck out of here. The last time people were this upset with the government, we became a goddamn country. Right. So right. so so don't fucking sit here and tell me that this was we fought a civil war. Right, exactly. Like I mean, but both times led to fucking war and the fact yeah. that people ah no, this isn't that big of a deal. And it wasn't that successful because they were what? Because they were fat and out of shape, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing, and so they look like they look ridiculous in the end. Right? Like I mean like it, it just like you had people that repelling and who who had zip ties and they stole computers and they they literally shit on a fucking desk and smeared it on the walls yeah. like this is this is acceptable this is acceptable behavior because they're upset because their guy lost a fucking fucking election and to bring it back around uh, two things I want to bring up one they were literally talking about hanging the Republican vice president because he wasn't going to do something that he could not technically that he had no, do he had no could ability to do. And then we've got the defense of the QAnon shaman, and I need to throw the softball to you because you sent it to me. So his lawyer, his last name was Watkins. Yes. I, so I'm putting, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing in the air. So, so the QAnon shaman, the guy with the buffalo hat, no shirt, and tall, and whatever, and walked in and put his feet up on the desk and all that other stuff. Uh, he's in jail right now. Yep. As you should be. And eating organic food, eating, which he should not be. Right. And, and well, no, it's fine. You know, I it's mean, not. If, if, it's, it, not. it's whatever. But so he's in jail and his, his, his attorney comes out and literally says, like, look, my guy suffers from Asperger's and, you know, he was manipulated by Trump's speeches 
And long story short, the guy's fucking retarded. Yeah, he's a, he's now, a short dude, bus guy. He's a short bus guy, but when he's like, I am not paraphrasing when I say, like, the guy said, like, listen, all, like, most of the people who participated in this and believed this are fucking retarded. He used those exact words. Used they are the, fucking retarded. They are fucking retarded. He said, "My guy is a like sh- my, my oh. defendant is a short bus guy. Like short, he used the term short, short bus. bus and fucking retarded and fucking retarded. Right? I got, I've got something to say about this though. So it's just like, oh, like and and th- that's the defense, right? Right? Like that's the He's fucking really defense. stupid, right? Like my, the defense is my client is really dumb, right? So like super dumb to the point where he doesn't understand how bad this was." Right, and that's that's literally the defense that they're going with, and, I, and you can tell that's the direction that they're going. Now, I hope that he uses this language in, in court. court. Oh, I love that. Um, he'll get you know. In trouble I mean, for that, like I'm he'll, he'll, he will likely be found in contempt or be threatened with it. But um, you know that like the, that the, it, it just goes to show you like like so you're really going to try to sweep this under the rug by saying that well you know Donald Trump manipulated my guy into thinking and feeling this way. And then they do this terrible thing because, well, they're really stupid. Right. I was, I was really annoyed. I was watching CNN with Essie Cup, and she said, I'm reading a quote now. The man said they were F-word, R-word. I'm like, fuck you, CNN. You can't say retarded because you might offend people. Fuck off. You're quoting someone. It's not an FCC violation. Say well, the word. I don't think she can say fucking on. No. <coughs> no. <coughs> Annoyed with not being able to say retarded. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, R word. Fuck off, R word. Yeah. Pansies. I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, P word. Listen, <coughs> C- CNN's political correctness is the least of our issues right now. Agreed. You just annoyed <laughs> the shit I, out of I, me, I, and I, I wanted to it. say it. It's on the record. Um, and I like SE Cup, too. Mostly because she's, she's hot. Hot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mostly because she's hot. Um, and she's actually also very intelligent, but and she's following corporate rules. She's following the rules. And she's, rules, and she's definitely come more towards the center because of right. Trump. Because she, she used was, to be hardcore. She, right. she was she was hardcore conservative right, anti left everything, and then Trump brought her back to the middle, which I can appreciate, and she even acknowledges it. But um, I'm if I'm watching her, it's just because like she's I think she's hot. Anyway, I, I'm with you on that. Um, which is hey, fine, use what you got. But I, yeah, it just. You know, I, I, and I, and, and I won't, like, I'm not, I don't bang the drum of January 6th because just, I feel like it's falling on deaf ears. Um, I, I had to make a decision on how much I was going to let it disrupt my, my thought process because, look, I was, I was in a bad oh, man. way. The first time we recorded after that, you went yeah, off. I, and I had gone off on my cousin the day before, so I kind of vented. I, I yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's not like, look, I, I, that wasn't justifiably. It wasn't bottled up because, like, everyone I talked to, I mean, it was the same thing. Like, it it just, from an emotional standpoint, like, that wrecked me to see what was going on in our nation's capital with the country. Like, look, yeah, I got a lot of criticisms about this country. Yeah, there's the racisms and the the cops need to get their shit together and we spend too much and I don't like a lot of our foreign policy. But I say this all the time. There's no other place on earth I would rather be where I'd rather be born, where I'd rather be raised. I don't give a fuck about Europe, Australia, Africa, like uh, maybe the Dominican just because, you know, I like to smoke cigars. But, I, I mean, other than that, like, f- fuck a Canada, fuck all. I don't care about your fucking universal health care. I don't care about any of that shit. I love the USA. I am an American kid through and through. 
It's all I fucking know. Everything that I love is American, food, cars, music, all of it. Um, but that being said, I reserve the right to be able to criticize us when we're wrong. What happened on January 6th was wrong. And there's a lot of people who need to be held accountable for what they did and didn't do on that day. Now, going back to the commission, fuck this commission. I wouldn't have voted for it. The Why fuck not? do I need a commission for? I got the fucking FBI. I got the Department of Justice. I got people with actual subpoena power who can put people, who can put people in jail. What the fuck do I need this commission for? We're going to have all these fucking meetings and all these fucking hearings like they did in Benghazi to come out with what? The fuck Nothing. did that get us? Not a goddamn well, thing. Well, they had Hillary but, but, on the stand. Benghazi thing was nah, bullshit. Nah, but no, 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 no. Fuck that. You had Hillary on the stand for 11 fucking hours. Yeah. You can do the same exact thing with this, and what the fuck are we going to get out of it? Not a goddamn thing. Fuck that. I don't need this fucking commission. It's a horse and pony show. Dog and pony show. It's a, something with a pony. It's, it's a show. That, it's it's a bullshit. Show. It's a show that involves ponies. Right? You're not, I don't you know fucking what you're need not, it. You know what? You're not wrong. What I need you're is people investigated. By yes. people with the ability to subpoena and get information and get records and hold people accountable and send people to jail. That's what I want. I don't give a damn about this commission. I don't give a fuck if you voted for it or not. Even if, you, even if your intentions of not voting for it are, 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 are sinister, I do not give a damn about it. It's a waste of my time. I will not watch a minute of the hearing. I want people to go to jail. I want people to pay for what they did to my country. I want them to pay for it a harsh penalty. Hearing commission bullshit is nothing. The only reason I'm going to disagree with you a little bit is because it will make certain people testify from Congress who blinked at this, who said the bullshit I talked about earlier, we talked about earlier, and put them on the stand and make them possibly accountable. But how? Because it'll make them. Say, what are they going to say? Are they going to say anything? No. But then, if you lie in front. If 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 um, Come on, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, McCar if McCarthy has to get on the stand and say, "I spoke to the president and I told him you need to get out there and speak," and he said no. I would like that to get exposed. Having said that, big picture, you're right. I mean, there's there's there's. I just because do, do you listen, remember the 9/11 Commission? Do you remember? Yes. How, all right, so you remember like George Bush tap dancing around that? Yeah. And like. Testify in front of Congress? Nah, I'll meet with them. Like, I don't want to have to tell the truth. I kind of want some of these cocksuckers to be on the stand and have... That does nothing for me. All right, I need, and, and, I need and, and, and results. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm right? saying... Like, I don't care about the court of public opinion. I want people, if you are responsible... I want you responsible for your actions. With I want the that, full force of the law... Behind it, the, this doesn't give me that. The, the, what this does do, or could do, and could potentially do, is put the politicians who say the nonsense like this was just another day in Washington. You wouldn't know any different on the stand, on the record, and say you said this nonsense. But we're living in the Trump era, so they're no, going to they're going to take and you're that, not wrong. they're going to take that opportunity to get on the to 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 get on the stand and get on the dais and. Like they're going to be asked questions, they're not going to answer the questions. They're going to say what they want to say. They're going to they're going to go off and you're not and, and, you're not and, wrong about that. And they're going you to give long speeches that completely deflect 
They're not going to answer the you're, questions. You're not wrong. They're going to. It's going to be. Well, what about Black Lives Matter? What about Antifa? What about, sir, we're not here to talk about that. Well, you're not here to talk about it, but I am. The American people want to know. My constituents want to know. The people who voted, that's what they want yeah. you to talk about. I mean, that will happen. I just don't like It will happen a- over and over and over again. You're not going to get answers. I just don't like punting on the idea because that will happen. I'm not punting on the idea. What I'm saying is, you like, see, the January 6th commission is to investigate what happened. Yeah. So how about we get some people who are actually good at investigating to do it? I think and Nancy then, Pelosi's a fighter. Right. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, not only will they do investigating because they're good at it, but they have the power to bust out handcuffs and put them on people and carry them the fuck out. That's as, what as, I want. As, as long as the elected officials who are saying this nonsense are in those handcuffs, I'm fine with it. Yeah, if I mean, not, and look, burn and I, them in the court of public opinion. The, Make, but and to but, me, because like you can't like you can't, you're never gonna win. You're not gonna. You can't win the battle in the court of public opinion. But what I can do is I can investigate in the background, and I can dig, and I can I can dig. I can, I can subpoena. I can get phones. I can get records. I can get all that shit. And and our NSA and the boys over at the DOJ, they are really good at being able to recover data from wiped computers and oh, cell phones. Oh yes, they are. And apps like Parler. It's shit in the like cloud, that, bitches. <laughs> right? Like so, they can get that information. They can do that all that shit in the background. And they can go. They can do a whole lot of work. And then you know what happens? The DOJ they send agents and they say, "Hey, we want you to come and talk to us." Right. So then you talk. Oh, I didn't know this. I don't know. Oh, really? Well, what about this? Oh, what about this? Oh, I don't know anything about that. You sure? Because it's, uh, it's on, we got it off your phone. I, right? I don't want to derail. Step. I don't want to derail this into Matt Gates talk because there's nothing really new to talk about. But that's what's happened there. Yes. He's denied a ton of shit. Like, oh, really? Right. Well, and you sit down <laughs> and you lay it out and you lay it out one after another, after another, and that's how you build a case. And then, once you get them to a certain point, they got a decision to make. They either ask for a lawyer, or they fold. Right? And either way, they're fucked. But that's the only way to do it. This, this commission horse shit, that, that, that's, that is song I, and dance. I don't need I, that. I, I, I hear, and, not... and I don't like this because of what it is. I think there's a lot of people who voted for this who know what this is. They know it doesn't lead anywhere. They know that there's no, like, so I, I voted for it. What do you mean? I voted for it. it was great. Yeah, yeah, we need to do this. Yeah, we need to, yeah, yeah, no, 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 don't investigate me. No, you need to do all that shit over there. No, I don't need to, you know? Like, I just, I... Yeah, no, I, I hear your point. Again, I, I disagree with aspects of it, but you're, I don't disagree with, <clears throat> I don't disagree with your logic. I'm kind of in a, let's do this anyway. That other stuff can still happen and I want these uh, politicians held to account. Yeah, I just, Politically. And it's, yeah. You're right. It is, it is political dog and pony show. You're I just feel like right. this just puts the spotlight on the, and the cockroaches scatter. You know? Right. And, you have, and, you, and, you well, have and it also lets the Nancy Pelosi's pat themselves on the back and say, right. look at us. Yeah. Which I, I, which, I don't need yeah, anymore. Though. I understand. I do want to spotlight one Congress member uh, real quick. Representative David Joyce of Geauga, Ohio. A Republican and former prosecutor has introduced a bill to remove cannabis from uh, the uh, scheduling process and make it a, a non-federal issue. We have gone back and forth on this literally for years. Before I even started using cannabis, I was pushing this. Now get your jobbies off and say, well, what? Okay, so my stance is pretty clear on this. Do I want cannabis legalized and removed from the schedule that it's on and decriminalized and blah, 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 yada, yada. Yes, absolutely. Sooner right. the better. Um, but with these bills, 
right? They get introduced by these representatives. I don't care, Democrat, Republican, or whatever. Like this shit. That like, how many times have you said this? Oh, so and so introduced a bill. Like, okay, okay, right? Like, how many of them have been introduced that are still just out there? Right? Like, oh, look, 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 look. Like, right? I mean, like, I mean, I think you told me about three or four last year alone that I, we haven't heard a damn thing about them since. So, again, my stance is this. Don't call me when the bill gets introduced. Don't call me when the House votes on it. Call me when the Senate votes on it. And call me again with a more emphatic phone call when it's on the president's desk. Right? Yeah. Right? No, I won't even say when he signs it. Call me when it's on the president's desk. Or when it's at least on his way to the West Wing. Um, because until then, this shit doesn't mean a fucking thing. It just doesn't. I know people get really, really, really excited about it. But this bill doesn't do any, this bill doesn't allow you to use a fucking card, a credit card or a debit card at Planet 13. You know, like this in, until it gets signed uh, actually, and sealed and delivered. You can't use a debit card at Planet 13. Oh, they will let you. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's uh, nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know that because I did it two okay. weeks ago. Well, you couldn't. Like, no, you're right. No, it was, it was prior a new thing. To. And and literally, I was like, I brought this cash here because I didn't think I could. And they said, you can How do you leave that out when you're telling me about this? Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. But like that's a that's a that's a huge benefit for them, and that's got. I wonder how long that'll last. But anyway. Um, but yeah, like so, like it just look. I think if it passes, great. I, it's not that I don't want this no, shit I to know, pass. I know. Like I do. I just know that like we've been see, like if you go I back, to, I wanted to air our back and forth right. to our, our listeners because uh, we've been doing this for like five, or not five years, maybe yeah, maybe five maybe, years, right? Uh, for a long time. And this time, I want to say it's different, but I've said that literally the entire right. time. Oh, because it's a Republican, and it's and, about and, descheduling. And, and like, it's in okay. Ohio, which right. is not a legal weed state. Right. So, so it's do not, you think that uh, helps you or hurts you? Um, I think it helps because... It doesn't do anything. It, does, right, it doesn't matter. But, um, but, but because you can understand why a Congress member or a senator from Colorado, California, Nevada, Montana would say, this is hurting our internal businesses. Let's do this. In Ohio, so technically, literally, if I'm sitting next to him, I'm like, "Can you get it legalized in your state first before you start introducing bills?" It's, medi- it's medically legal in Ohio, so okay, just get it all legalized yeah, before you start that. introducing bills, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> We're gonna call him Dave. Um, real quick, one more political, thing, a couple more political things, but uh, Trump has been investigated in a civil bunch of civil cases uh, for his um, the Trump organization. The Trump organization. Now it's, they're investigating him in a criminal fashion. He responded to this in a 900-word uh, letter that was absolutely hilarious if you read any of it. Yes. It's like, Michael Cohen went to jail for stuff that had nothing to do with me. Actually, Michael Cohen went to jail because of All, you. Uh, right, like, <laughs> literally everything. Was, yeah. Most, uh, some of it actually wasn't All right, fine. on him. Like, the okay. taxi cab shit wasn't him, but either way. Fair. Um, what I will say, though, is so... Now... That's, but that actually kind of dovetails into what I'm about to say. He's not technically wrong, right? A lot of the shit that Michael Cohen would like, his, the actual charges, like the shit that he went, it was like tax evasion and and uh, some of the shit that he did with the taxi cat and everything else. Well, there's also it, the campaign finance shit. Yeah, there's there's also that. That's a part of it, but I mean, like a big part of his sentencing was like actual shit that he did. Now, this is a little bit different because this is the the main like the so we need to clarify the target of the criminal investigation isn't Donald J. Trump. It's the COO of Trump 
or the enterprises, Trump organization, whatever, yeah. enterprises or whatever. So Trump can say, and he is not wrong, that it's not it, like they're not investigating me, right? It's just your organization and your chief operating officer. But okay, fine. Um, and that's where he can he can manipulate. Tap and that's where you, like listen, and he's really really good at that yeah. from the beginning, right? Like it goes all the way back to his inauguration, right? Oh, I got the most watched uh, uh, thing ever, right? Like what? No, yeah, but and he's not wrong. But why is he? Why is he not wrong? Right? Because people were able to stream and people were able to watch it in a capacity that they couldn't when Obama got uh, got inaugurated back in two thousand and eight, right? They, I mean, Obama was in office for eight years, and a lot of things have changed from a technology standpoint. So yes, you're right. More people watched yours than they watched in the past because of access, but not because everyone loves you so goddamn much. Or they were not in attendance at that level. Right. I mean, and like, the, and so like you have like with Trump, he's really good at saying, "All right, what's the truth?" Right. Here's the truth, and then sort of kind of spinning it where it's not necessarily a lie and it's not wrong, but it can easily be mistaken. And he's really, really good at that. He's also really good at flat out fucking lying. He's good at, he's good at lying, but when he says that, you know, it has nothing to do with him and it's not him, blah, 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 he's not wrong, right? I mean, if it's the COO that's doing things, even if Trump is directly telling him to, the chances of them being able to connect whatever this they're investigating directly to Donald Trump to charge him is slim to none, if I had to guess. Because we'll if, see. right, like, I, I mean, mean, he's probably, he's very good at isolating himself. That's right. I sure. mean, and, and, you know, that's, I mean, he, he had, like, his main guy, um, you know, before he really started the political stuff was a mob guy, right? And so, like, his, you know, like, the guy that he went to, his confidant, you know, w- was sort of a consigliere. Kevin Roy Cohn or someone else? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like, Roy Cohn is going to make sure that Trump is isolated and insulated and protected. And, and it's just like, look, if you're going to have people doing dirt, then you need to be as far away from the fucking dust cloud as possible. And so I think that's what we're going to end up here. Like, chances are they'll pinch it down on the COO. That person will go to jail. And the Trump organization may take a hit. But ultimately, it's not going to lead to Donald Trump going in, in, in front of a judge and being in handcuffs. You're almost certainly right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, anyone who's hoping for or expecting that, get, be prepared for disappointment. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of being prepared for disappointment, <laughs> the NRA tried to tap dance through some financial uh, so, irregularities. Yeah. And, so, go ahead. so I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The NRA is being investigated by the Attorney General's Office of New York. Why? Because the NRA is technically based out of New York. Like years ago, like they had this, their, sure. their charter, their initial charter and bylaws and everything were established in the state of New York back in like 18, I don't know, 76. You know, just pulled a number. Right. Sometime, sometime in the 1800s. They never changed it. And so also because they're a nonprofit, um, the attorney general has like the ability to investigate them and, and sort of kind of watch what they're doing, right? Like they're the ones who kind of police the nonprofits in the state of New York. So the state of New York, you know, I'm sure they dug through the crates of, you know, old laws to figure out how they could kind of get at the NRA, figured it out and said, okay, well, we're going to investigate you to make sure you're properly using your funds. Oh, wait, Wayne LaPierre, you are spending, you know, $20 million on, you know, um, private jets and going out and, you know, staying on yachts and buying, you know, $20,000 worth of suits 
And, you know, all the, like, he, he negotiated, this is a crazy one. So he negotiated that if he has to leave leadership of the NRA under any circumstance, his salary, right, would get converted to, like, a buyout that is more than his yearly salary for, like, 10 years right now um, if he has to leave for any reason. That's a great gig if you can get it. Right? Like, it's just like, so, I mean, we'll just, we'll just throw out a round number. So literally he said, oh, I make $5 million a year now. Well, if I get, if I have to leave, retire, get pushed out, blah, 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 then you still have to pay me $10 million a year if I go, right? Like, so they're looking at all this crazy shit. It wasn't just him. There were other members in the leadership um, of the NRA who were just spending wildly, clearly on themselves to the point where they couldn't even deny it. And the NRA had to come back and say, okay, we may need to get some control over this. So the Attorney General of New York has come back and said, okay, so you've got these irregularities and these improprieties in the way that you spend and distribute money. Um, so they're doing their thing. So then the NRA decides to say, all right, we want to move to Texas. So first we need to file for bankruptcy, right? We file for bankruptcy, we'll reallocate assets, and then well, basically, what they wanted to do was use that to be able to kind of dissolve and reappear in Texas, which is obviously a very NRA-friendly state. Their governor has said as much, like, come on, we're waiting. And so they file for bankruptcy, thinking that this gives them an easy out, pushes the AG off of their back. But the problem was the NRA was not insolvent. They've got ass loads of cash, right? Like, there's no, like, they can pay all their debts. There's no reason they could pay all their debts right now and be fine and still have plenty of cash flow. So when you're filing for bankruptcy, that's kind of an issue, right? Like the whole so point. You can't say, I have the ability to pay my debts. I just don't want I to. I do not want to. <laughs> and the main reason why is because these people are investigating me and I don't like it. So I want them to stop. So I'm going to file for bankruptcy. And the U.S. Bankruptcy Court said, fuck off. <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. Like, who the, fuck is, who, who the fuck are your lawyers? Why did you think this is a good idea? You absolutely cannot file for bankruptcy. Go away. And so now they're stuck where they now have to fight it out with the attorney general. Now, here's the reality. This is not the death knell to the NRA. Um, the state of New York has a big uphill fight if they want to, what we assume they want is to dissolve the NRA and get rid of them. They have a really huge fight on their hands if they want to be able to do that. Um, because they just there's just not enough firepower legally for them to, to demand that the NRA hand over leadership and then dissolve. Um, there's just not enough yet, but not to say that they can't get there, but they're not there yet, and it's going to be you know years of legal battles. But the NRA isn't moving to Texas anytime soon, and they're about to dump a shitload of money into fighting the New York Attorney General as long as she is there. What's the resale value of uh, Wayne LaPierre's suits? Uh, well, it depends on who you're talking right, because there's some NRA members who I'm sure would pay a pretty pity uh, fair to, po fair to, point. to just wrap themselves I, in, I, in I, Wayne's in, essence. Yes, yes. All right, let's move on um, because... And he's a tiny man, so I would just... Is he? I've never I just, seen him next to well, anyone. Well, to be fair, I mean, like, I mean, it's me calling him tiny, so... Okay, you're you know, But either way, me putting his jacket on would be fun just well, to watch. I mean, look, I have a hard time putting on a sport coat, and you are substantially larger than I am, so you're right. You <laughs> you would be Chris Farley and Tommy Boy with yes. fat guy and little coat. You're not fat. You've lost a lot of weight. You look great, brother. Um, but you would destroy that coat. <laughs> All right. So, um, 
just stupid little thing, but gas has gone through the roof price-wise. The Colonial Pipeline issue really kind of exposed how delicate we are as an infrastructure. Yeah. And that's a very big issue that's kind of bad that has kind of disappeared from the news cycle because it happened not long ago. At one point, I saw last a CN- week. <laughs> I saw a CNN thing that said thirty-nine percent of gas stations in the state of Florida had no gas. gas, none. Yeah. Friends of mine that I work with and I'm very close friends with live in Florida, and they were like had to go to like three gas stations to find one, and all the, that one had left was premium. They had to put that into a rental car. <laughs> rental cars are a whole other fucking disaster yeah. right now. But uh, they're like, we had to do it. I'm like, well, of course you had to do it. Sorry you spent 30 cents a gallon more, but yeah. you had to get from point A to point B. B. Yeah. And, and without gas, you ain't doing it. Not happening. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, a lot of people have said, oh, look at these gas prices. It's because of Biden and his policies. And the market is reacting to everything that he's saying and he's doing when it's just like, come on, guys, this is complete and utter bullshit. You know, the reason why gas prices are where they are right now, it's supply and demand, right? Like you, you, you've got the, the biggest thing is really demand, right? Demand was dead for a year, right? And the oil and the oil and gas industry took a fucking beating. Right. I mean, and so, you know, refineries had to shut down and all that other stuff because you had like literally there was at some at one point during 2020, there was so much oil like that. They just couldn't do anything with because there was no demand that they were like literally like you had to pay to like just basically give oil away. Like talking about the market fed, right? Futures were just it was like they they just took this amazing hit, and why? Because nobody was going anywhere, no one was driving, everybody was stuck at home. This isn't hard to understand. So guess what? Demand starts to go up. Why? Because people are going back to work, and the oil prices. If you pay attention, gas prices started to go back up when when China went back to work, right? Because look, they like listen, they got a billion people over there. Right, so once they start to get their gears grinding, they start needing oil and they start buying it, right? And then so then we saw we saw gas prices start to go up, and then the rest of the world started to get back on track, and then we started to get back on track, and then oil prices start to go back up. And guess what? They're pretty close to where they were, maybe a little bit higher than they were before COVID, right? And everyone's just like, oh, gas was only a dollar fifty, and blah blah blah. Before no, it wasn't, right? Like I drive a big truck. I drive a Ram 1500. I pay a lot of money for gas. I never stopped going. I remember what gas prices were, but I don't need to remember because you can historically look back at the data and you can look exactly where gas prices were if you say mm, October, November of 2019, and then they started to dip. Why? Around November, December of 2019, China shuts down. When China shuts down, demand goes down. So the price of oil goes down. And then everywhere else around the world slowly start to shut down, and then the oil prices go down with it, which means the gas prices go down. And, and they stayed flat, and they stayed low, and we were paying these ridiculously low prices for gas. Why? Because nobody was driving anywhere, right? And now people are driving again, so now the oil and prices are going back even up. more so, right? Because Right, like, and US. that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about the U.S., right? Like, and you can talk about the rest of the world, but that's, that, that is what happened, right? And so go, oil prices are going back up. Why? Because we're all driving again, and they're back to where they were prior to, right? Trump did nothing that, you know, and people are talking about, oh. You Trump or Biden? Trump. Okay. People are talking about, oh, well, now we're not, we're not energy independent anymore. Oh, we're not. We're not. They're like, oh, well, look at what happened with Colonial. Like, listen, what what happened with Colonial has nothing to do with where we get our gas from. 
Right. Right. We and, and, and here's the deal. Delivery. Like that doesn't help your argument because we we're are we energy independent? We get ninety seven percent of the gas that we use domestically in the U.S. comes from the fucking U.S. Ninety seven percent. You know how long it's been that way since twenty fifteen. Yeah. And guess who was president in twenty fifteen? I believe his name was Barack Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Right. So you got energy independent while Barack Obama was your president. That wasn't Trump. That was Barack. Sorry, it is what it is. You can be as mad about it as you want to be, but it is what it is, right? There's nothing that Trump did that either that really made gas prices go up or gas prices go down. He just didn't, right? And there's nothing that Biden is doing that's making gas prices go up or go down, right? This is a supply and demand issue, and there's concerns about inflation, right? That's sure. also pushing the price of gas up. And you know how we could relieve some of that pressure, right, for inflation? By getting rid of the fucking tariffs that Trump put on. That's how you do it. Right, so if you want to see that, that that pressure for inflation go down, get rid of those ridiculous tariffs, and then what happens is then you'll get some pressure, you'll get some relief, uh, you'll get some re- relief of the pressure from inflation, which helps your gas prices go down. Right, how long will they stay down? I don't know, but that's just it's uh, just basic economics. Do you want to talk about economic or electric cars now? We were gonna. Yes, I do, and the reason right. why. So Ford comes out with the F one fifty Lightning, right now, the la- like so. Elon Musk and, and Tesla, like, ruined reveals for me, right? Because <laughs> I remember when this happened. No, no listen, and you were I, 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 I've been a person that said, look, you know, when they make a truck that looks like something I want to drive, um, I, will, I will absolutely commit to getting an electric truck, right? Um, like, I want a bigger vehicle. I'm a bigger person. I like it. Sometimes I do things where I – not a ton of shit where I need to haul, but I do enough. Um, and as a bigger, stronger guy, people love to call me to move, right? Like, so it helps to have a truck. Um, actually it hurts to have a truck cause people expect yeah, you to, I know. as but, a guy who also owns a truck, I know right. it's like, but whatever, you okay, get a so truck, fine. you can help me with this. Exactly. So that being said, like, look, I want, I want a truck with decent specs that makes, you know, that are similar to sure. what I have now that would it'd be great if I could spend less on gas and just plug it in. Okay. So Elon Musk comes out with the cyberpunk truck, just rips my heart out, right? Because the thing is just hideous, right? And, like, people who like it, right, are the people who, and I'm sorry, this is not an attack on you, but people who thought, like, the Honda Ridgeline was a cool-looking truck. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out a, of here. That is an attack on me. Right? Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, that, like that's not a truck. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's not I, a truck, I, right? I, all right? I know you love the truck. And listen, I rode in it. It was a great ride. It was very spacious. It did all the things you want. Right. But, like, look, part of having a truck is well, having the look of a truck, well, right? And, and, and to be honest, I had a Ridgeline. I chose to end my lease on that and buy an F-150. So There we go. You know, that, right. And so, I mean, I just, like, the, the part of owning a truck is the look and the feel and fine, whatever. So Elon Musk comes out and completely ruins it with his cyberpunk truck thing. Now, the specs on the thing are amazing, right? Because people say, oh, well, yeah, it does amazing shit. Right, so can you just take that and put it into a fucking better body? Because here's my thing. These cars are fucking expensive. 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100,000 fucking dollars for these cars, right? Whether they're electric or not. Like the price of cars is just going up. Sure. So if I'm paying that much fucking money, I want to fucking look at it and want to drive it. Fuck you for telling, oh, well, you need to drive something more efficient. You need to drive this. You need to drive a Prius. You need, no, fuck well, you. I want to enjoy the car that, like, I well, want to. And, and that's a different point. Trucks have become luxury vehicles. Your yeah. truck and my truck are so fucking comfortable, have so many Very features. Very comfortable, but super capable. <laughs> yes, right? yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Listen, my just... truck in the snow was a fucking monster this year. Like, that thing 
What, like, I'm not dismissing that. I'm just saying right, it trucks is, but used that, to be like, whether like, they're okay. That's right. way way off the point, right? Like, but my truck is super capable, right? Like, yes, I paid fifty thousand dollars for that truck, but that truck, I could this like we had a foot and a half of snow, and that truck didn't miss a beat. I didn't sure. slide. I wasn't going slow. Like I usually had to slow down for other people, and I would stop, and I had to put like the one day I left your house here, and I had to push two people. Just so I could get off the damn street because they were stuck. And one of them was a guy in a van who was stuck in a yard, which is funny. But, <laughs> like, so my point is, give me a truck that, one, I actually like, right? And, and, like, so part of it is we have to appeal. They should want to appeal to the people who drive trucks. And how do you do it? Take the fucking electric shit and drop it into something that they're used to, right? Why is it that fucking hard? Why do you have to remake the whole goddamn wheel? And so Tesla didn't do it. Right? And then all these other companies, they haven't done it either, right? Like, all their trucks look weird and boxy sure. and stupid. But Ford said, all right, well, we're just going to put it, we're going to take all the shit we know about making electric vehicles, and then we're going to put it in the body of the number one selling truck in the United States. The number one selling vehicle in the United States. I think in the world. Yeah. Right? Like, we're not going to change a thing other than some minor features in terms of aesthetics. But for the most part, we're gonna we're gonna leave this thing the same. We're gonna rip the guts out. We're gonna give it the electric, which is what I've been asking for all this time. And they fucking nailed it. They nailed it. The specs on the truck are amazing. The price point it goes anywhere from forty to ninety thousand dollars. Which the XLT, which would be the version that the average person would probably want, so right, it's in my driveway, comes about fifty three thousand dollars, which is a little bit more than I paid for, like literally three thousand dollars more than I paid for my truck. But it's fully electric and cool feature and i don't know if teslas can do this or other electrical vehicles can do it which they probably can i just don't know but if you lose power if you set your uh electrical boxer up or whatever then the truck can run your house like a generator oh which that blew my mind now maybe teslas can do it i wouldn't be surprised if they could but i, I would, haven't all right i, I haven't seen that. it i haven't seen it advertised but ford like pointed it out showed you how it worked on their site and i'm like well that is something right because then now i don't have to buy a generator right like i don't need to spend three thousand dollars on a generator i could just buy a sixty thousand dollar truck and have it in my driveway that i can <laughs> take with me that's why you're an economics major um, <laughs> actually i minored in economics okay um i did um, i don't i don't doubt you but but, but you just caught yourself yeah that, so i'll just let the jab go through and but i could take my generator with me that's true right and, i mean I, the bigger point is a great one. And all of a sudden, I camping just, gets I just a could, whole I lot just more. Help really, be a dick. Right. But, <coughs> but, but, but no, I, you know, camping is a great point. Like, if you could take your truck to a campsite, now, I don't want to go too far down this pathway because if you rely on electricity for your truck to drive off the campsite, <laughs> you might not want it to be, well, right. great, we got to watch a movie on a 42-inch screen. Well, I mean, but what they're, I mean they're, saying, they're saying that it, a truck can run your house for three days at full capacity, like if you're just using electricity normally, or up to 10 days if you ration it. So, I mean, I think that's a that's a hell of a feature. Now, you also have to pay, you, but you would, you would to run a generator... You have you, to pay for the connection, sure. Yeah, you have to pay for the connection to get <laughs> off the grid and, and, and the transfer switch and all that <clears> stuff. <throat> so if you're running a generator, you have to pay for that anyway. But I just think it's a very interesting feature that, that could, you know, especially for Is people who agree. drive trucks. Right. Like, if you're on a construction site... All of a sudden, like, you don't need to bring a generator. You just bring your truck, and it seems like if you can run a house on the battery for three fucking days, I'm pretty sure you could run some power drills and charge some batteries and still be able to drive home. Sure. And but, then you're going to recharge at home. Right. But I just think, and so all that to say, look, I am very open to the idea of electric vehicles. 
Um, I just want them to look like something that I'm comfortable with, and I get over time that that you know the look of cars evolves over sure. time. I get Absolutely. it, but I'm not ready for the big jump of the cyberpunk truck. I don't want lo- something that looks like. I also a don't transformer. want you know. I don't want something that looks like a transformer. I don't want look something that looks like it's off the set of uh, 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 Star Wars. I also don't want something that looks like it's from World War II. Right? There's a company called Bollinger making these really sturdy electric vehicles, but they look ridiculous, right? Like, they look more ridiculous than Hummers. And it's just like, I I just want something that kind of looks like what I drive now, right, with maybe some minor tweaks that's super efficient electrical and better for the environment, right, that has the same, if not better, performance. And a lot of these electric vehicles have better performance specs than our standard trucks. So, like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll pay... $60,000 for an electric truck. Just give me one that looks like I want to fucking drive it. I just dread the day that, like, I need to get to work. I'm like, fuck, I forgot to plug the truck in. But it's not that different than I forgot to get gas. I forgot to get gas, right? I mean, and and I don't don't know enough about charging, like, how, you know, how much you get off of one charge. and and, I know a little bit. A friend of mine has a Tesla, and if you plug into a 120-volt, you know, socket, it, I think he said, like, six to eight hours to... Get to a get full, full charge. charge. So, but, I mean, that's not that different than your cell phone. Right. But the question is, like, how, you know, like, how much do I need? Like, if I, if I just need to get, you know. And it tells you. That's the other right. thing. Like, if I just you, need like, to get. You do this. Round and, trip and, to yep. work 20 right. miles. Right. And if I yep. plug it in for 20 minutes, do I have enough juice to get to and from work? You know, and then how soon before places like my job have places where you could plug a car in, right. you know, you're, while you're, you're plugged at work. in at, uh, during the work day. Um, I want to talk about Joe Rogan. Because I am, I am an unapologetic and I remain a huge Joe Rogan fan. Yep. He came under a lot of fire on, in, in, from a bunch of angles because he said, essentially, um, white men are being silenced. Now, I want to put this in context because the context was not very... That you're a white man. That I am a white man. I'm a white man who's got the same haircut as Joe Rogan. Um, but So he was talking to a comedian named Joe List and they were talking about what movies could or could not be made today in the, in the sense that comedies cross lines that today would not be considered socially acceptable. And I have a beef with that argument as a premise because people will say, well, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles today, and you could. Now, you would get a whole bunch of negative feedback, but if you wanted to make that movie, you could. Uh, the movies that Joe Rogan talked about was Step Brothers, which I'll shamefully admit I've only seen like two minutes of but my favorite comedy to um, talk about is like could you do this comedy today is uh, Tropic Thunder which we've talked about on the show before that movie is absolutely fucking hilarious it is completely irreverent it stomps on so many social issues and it's not that old it's I mean I'm probably 15 years old now maybe a bit more but everyone who was in that movie is still relevant today the movie is absolutely fucking hilarious, and I, um, I, I just cannot accept the whole, you can't do this today. Yeah, you can. There may be blowback, there may be people who call you out, but what Joe Rogan said was understandably pushed back on. Having said that, what he said almost became a self-fulfilling prophecy. A white 53, 52-year-old man said, white men are being silenced, and then... 20 or more different venues jumped out and said, see, he said this, burn him. Fuck that. Joe Rogan is not a right-wing nut job. You know, yes, he had Alan, or Alex Jones on his show. 
He's also had Ted Nugent on the show. He's also had Bernie Sanders and Andrew Yang on his show. Dave the guy Chappelle. will talk. Dave Chappelle. Dave Walmart. Chappelle, who doesn't do podcasts, who doesn't do shows like that. Dave Chappelle was on the they, show. They love each other though. They're no, but I'm just saying, like, right? Like he'll talk of to all anyone. The, of, like Dave, of all the shows that Dave Chappelle could be on and podcasts and everything, he chose Joe Rogan. And I don't think that there's many people who are going to question Dave Chappelle, right? And so I guess my thought on this is, it's it's twofold. Joe, shut up, right? Like you're he can't not shut up. He's a podcaster and a but, comedian. Like no one's get like all right. But you said it's a self fulfilling policy uh, prophecy. Bullshit. You know why? Because he's going to record his show next week. True. Joe Rogan doesn't give a fuck, right? He said it, but he doesn't care that people are telling. Like, and he's going to keep talking. People are going to keep listening. He's going to keep getting paid. Right, like he got paid twenty five million or two hundred and fifty million, some absurd million hundreds of millions of dollars 100 by, million Spotify. by Spotify. Yep. Right, like I mean, to do his show, um, you know, this is the same guy who was getting people to eat bugs. And this is the same guy <laughs> who was a fucking mor- moron on news radio or talk radio or whatever that show was, mm-hmm. uh, which I love with Phil Hartman. But like, I just like I get it, right? Like I I, I get it. Like as as a white guy, if you say anything and people jump all over you, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like you recognize that right now we live in a time that people are hypersensitive. Sure. Right. Because a lot of people who don't look like you, that weren't men, that weren't white, um, who don't have access, just for the longest time didn't have a voice. No voice whatsoever. There was no social media. There was no way to get it out. You had to rely. You, your 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 only outlet was fucking Oprah, and maybe I don't know something on PBS. Right? I mean, like, they're, they're just, you had no voice. And now people do have a voice, and now sure. they're expressing it. And, and yeah, people are pushing back on things that people say that they feel are offensive. And some of it is hypersensitive, some of it is over the top and ridiculous. But you have decades and decades of people who are literally being silenced, where a guy like Joe Rogan or you had the ability to say whatever you want, nobody pushed back, and not only that, but you got paid for it, right? Like, you could say and do whatever you want, you didn't lose your job, you didn't get fired, even if you hurt other people in some way, shape, or form, you got patted on the back and you got promoted, right? Where other people had to fight and claw for everything that they got and still would end up getting fucked, right? And it's just, I'm not saying that you were handed anything, but what I'm no, saying no, is, like, you, like, the path Look, was different. I've, so, I've, igno- I've acknowledged white privilege Right, and, for and, years, and it's not, and, and, but, and, and so has your Rogan. But it just like, and so, and that's fine that you've acknowledged it, but it's still a reality that other people had to deal with. So, there's going to be like when you say something like that, people are going to push back, like "fuck you," and kind of, and kind of, it's one of those things. Like, look, man, um, like you get this, like you have a show where you 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 basically are your own boss, Absolutely. right? Like, so. You can say whatever you want without reproach, and you're a multi-millionaire times a hundred, right? So, like, yeah, if if people want to like, kind of be pissed about shit, then like, do do you have to shut up about it? No, yeah. but like, look, if you say something dumb, like white men are gonna be silenced, then yeah, yeah, you're gonna get called on it, and and, and it's just like the idea, like. I have no problem with what you just said, because you're right. What you said was dumb or, or badly worded. Now, it was quoted out of context pretty ridiculously. What he was talking about was, you know, again, making comedy movies and what, you know, would be acceptable today. Um, and then he did st- take it the next step and say, 
I'm not joking, white men are being silenced. I'm like, okay, no. You can't say shit with, with, without pushback <laughs> anymore. And you never should have been able to. I've given this example on the show multiple times. In 1950, a 50-year-old white man could walk into the office, smack his secretary on the ass, and say, hey, toots, don't burn the coffee again, and there would be no consequences. In 1950, that was accepted. That doesn't make it right. right. And there are thousands of parallel examples to that. And I completely agree that it was accepted. It was not right. We are evolving as a culture, and that's a good thing. Um, but I do think that Joe Rogan has got crosshairs on him. There are people who want to take him down. Yeah. And I see this a lot amongst my comedy friends. And, I mean, I, I love telling one story. A friend of mine from the comedy scene, Ryan DePerna, you've met him multiple times. Mm -hmm. Ryan is as liberal as it gets. He would probably... He, I am way to the right of Ryan. Mm -hmm. And he did a joke once where he starts talking like he's a Trump fan. And it's all going to turn around to what he really is, and he fucking hates Trump. A woman storms out because he's talking pro-Trump. He goes out to smoke later, and she's outside bitching. I can't believe they let a white nationalist tell this joke. And he's like, I'm a man without a country. I can't tell a fucking joke at an open mic in Lakewood, Ohio. And if this lady would have stuck around for the rest of the joke, she would have known, oh, it was a setup. This is a... Anyway... That gotcha, you know, and, and you've been pretty harsh on the left for their, um, you know, knee-jerk reaction to you, you know, yeah. anytime. And this is a case of that. Just Joe yeah, Rogan this, has a huge platform. Yeah, it, it is, right? Like, I mean, some of it is, you know, just some of it is jealousy. Some of it is, again, like I said, just a hypersensitivity to, the, you know, like to not subscribing to certain things. Um, you know, people get very defensive of the word woke. Right. Um, which, uh, you know, like, we've, I don't we've really, bantered that. Right, like, around, it's yeah. just like, okay, fine. Like, you're, you're, you're super woke. And if you talk about being woke, then you're attacking wokeness or whatever. <laughs> I don't like, like, I don't get into those fights with people. Right. Like, I'll just, I'll, I'll just make my point. But like, I, I don't really give a fuck about your opinion. I don't care how mad you get. I don't care if you want to cancel me. Cancel me. Who the fuck am I? Can go right. Cancel all you cancel want. Cancel this. I'm not going to shit. Um, cancel D's nuts if I'm right, exactly, Steven. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I and, and I think that some of it, that's how you have to approach. Like, I mean, I, you know, what, what, no matter what the issue is, like, ultimately I come down on the side of what's right and what's just. And that's what I, and that's what I want. And just because you're a Democrat, progressive, whatever, um, not everything that you believe in is just or right. And I will push back on you. And you have a, if you have a problem with it, that's fine. I don't really give a shit. You're still wrong, right? And so, and it's the same thing on the right, right? Like, I mean, they, they just want what's right and what's just. Well, guess what? Not everything you want is right or just or makes sense. And so I'll push back on you. And if you have a problem with it, you can call me a progressive, liberal, Democrat, libtard, whatever. You're still fucking wrong. It's L word, by the right? way. Or whatever you want to say. So I, I just, I, 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 mean, I think that part of it with the Joe Rogan is... Like, dude, stop fucking crying. Right? Oh, but he's not. not he is not nah, crying. Nah, nah, nah. He is the, not crying at all. Like, oh, white men are being silenced. Like, oh, there's no, okay, there's okay. no concept. There's no way that that makes fucking sense. Like, because okay. all I, you do is turn on the TV and it's fucking white guys talking. Okay, I see what you're saying. Right? Like, I, I mean, I like, you're saying he was crying about the pushback, which he is right, not. Right? Done. Like, I mean, like, you, like, you, like, stop it. Right? Like, how the fuck are you gonna sit there and talk about being silenced when you have the platform that you fucking have? 
That no, that is that right, is like, completely. Just that's stop. That, that's completely valid. I thought you were saying he was crying about getting pushed back at, which he's no, not done. No, I mean and, like and, congratulations and, for standing your ground, but the fact that you you brought this on yourself with the bullshit statement to begin with. It was badly worded. It was badly said. Also, by the way, the guy does a podcast and he's high as fuck most of the time, and he's a comedian and a fucking you know. Mixed right. So part, I guess part of it is part of part of the reason why I get so annoyed is just for that. Right. His show is entertaining. I don't watch. I don't watch or listen to it often, um, but when I do, it's good, yeah. right? And sometimes it gets really stupid, and people, you know, people are. Li- sometimes people, he is high as a right. He's high as fuck, so he says dumb shit. But sometimes that's actually really funny. But I, I don't have a problem with him, um, you know. But it's just like, look, man, I, I need you to chill, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I just I yeah, need no, you to I, chill. With I, this. I think the bigger point that he tried to make was said very poorly. I won't. Deny but that, this, but it's just not true, right? Like, I no. mean, if, if if the argument is right, like all all these women and all these minorities are getting all uppity about what we say, and we can't say things without repercussions. Like, I don't care, right? Like, yeah, you need to think about what you say. You need to think about what you say to women. You need to think about what you say publicly, right? Like, I'm sorry that you true. can't be openly racist and sexist, right? <laughs> but you can't. And if you have a problem with it, that's a you problem, not a us problem. So get the fuck out of my way. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm right? not gonna argue I mean, with any it's of just that. like, and look, if you want to tell crude jokes, okay, and, and fine. You want to, like you're telling crude jokes to get a reaction. So if you get a reaction, don't get mad if it's not the reaction that you want. You put it out there for a specific reason, right? And then if all of a sudden you get pushback on it, that's what you fucking wanted, right? Like, so don't sit here and fucking complain when you get the very thing that you don't say crude shit that some of these comedians say without knowing goddamn well that you're going to offend somebody and that it's going to hurt people and that people are going to push back on you. You know it going in. It's why you do it. So then to turn around and to play victim because you get the very thing that you knew was coming, fuck all the way off. I just don't think he's playing victim. I think he's done He's done what he did. He got attacked. He's just like, yeah, fuck it. But so- the statement is the victim the statement, of, oh, okay. the, the statement of what white men are going to be silenced and blah, okay. blah, blah, yeah. because of wokeness. That's the victim aspect. Right. That's right. where I'm telling him to shut the fuck up. Fair. Right? Fair. All right, man, we should wrap this up. we got to talk real quick about Deontay Wilder because we both watched some videos. We kind of had, you know, texts cross in, the, in space. Deontay Wilder is learning to box. <laughs> that guy has power that is Tyson Foreman-esque. I mean, yep. dude is... I mean, fucking, he's long, he's lean, and, and he's he's fast. Um, and he's, he's also been awkward yeah, as a fighter, right? Which is not like when you're fighting him is not good, right? Like you True. don't want to fight an awkward guy like that, because, especially when he's six feet seven and can right. turn your lights out like that. Exactly. I mean, so, but I mean, Tyson Fury figured him out. Get in, get close, and just damage his body. Right. And Tyson Fury has the advantage of being six nine. Right. I mean, Tyson Fury is taller, but Tyson Fury really didn't necessarily use his height advantage against no, him. No, he kind of bullied him. He bullied him with size, and he knew that you know eventually uh, Wilder would, would, would give out and fatigue, but I mean, Tyson Fury just unloaded on his body the entire time, and eventually Wilder's body broke. So then the question is, like, has, has Deontay Wilder developed a defense against that, and is he ready? And we're going to find out because they signed a deal to do uh, a, a chapter they three. Well, they, ver- 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 they verbally agreed. Well, verbally agreed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they, they've 
agreed on some level to fight again, bef- I believe, before Tyson Fury fights Anthony Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. It'll basically boot the Joshua fight. Right. So, I mean, and I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big Anthony Joshua fan, so I don't You've care. You've been very clear on that. But I, just, for whatever reason, I feel like I should be a bigger fan. Just for whatever reason, he just maybe it's because he's a Brit. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I just never, I, I never liked Lennox Lewis. For the same, like, just something about it. I don't know. Like, black, black guys with English accents, I find hilarious. Frank, I do. Bru- Frank Bruno, I used to love listening to that guy talk. Because that guy was a, just a sculptured monster that he would talk about. Like, I don't know. I, I'm watching John Cleese. It's not that. I just, I don't know. Like, I think, me. I'm not I wrong. think Idris Elba is awesome, right? Like, I mean, he's like, like oh, there you you know, know, he's okay. on my list of people that, I, you know, it's like if I could be reincarnated, I'd love to come back as Idris Elba. Fair. And we share a birthday, so maybe that could happen. But I, I, I just, don't know uh, how that works. <laughs> I, I don't either. I, I, but I do. Reincarnation? I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Because we share a birthday. We're kindred spirits. And so maybe we get to switch roles in the next life. I don't know. Um, but all that being said, I, I, I'm excited about it. I, you know, we, we both love boxing. I think you're a, a bigger fan than me. But I love the sport. I follow it. Um, but I haven't been overly interested in it, right? Like, I mean, there's no, just nobody there's that's really, much to be interested about. Right, that's drawn my and Wilder was the first one to really... Right, to really kind of spark the interest. So this will be fun to watch, I hope, um, that we get a, a, a new updated version of Deontay Wilder. We get a good fight. And, um, you know, I'm okay with Tyson Fury winning. He's a weirdo, um, but he's fun. Definitely that. And um, look, he he's he's he earned like he beat Deontay Wilder in that last fight. There was no fluke. There was no nothing. Like he no, beat him. He so knocked him out hard. Let's see what happens in, in 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 chapter three. I think it's a bad move though for Deontay Wilder to take on this fight in his next fight. I understand the logistics and the timing and whatever, yeah. but the move. But here's the, the move deal. is what I will say though. For years we suffered with boxing, wanting to see certain fights. And never getting them, or getting them years after they were due. We shot. We should have saw Pacquiao Mayweather, Mayweather a decade Five years before, before it happened. Or we should have. Yeah. You know, there's so many fights that we should have saw that we never yep, saw. You're right. And so I am. I refuse to. Like I want to see this. I want to see it now. Deontay, just be ready. You know, that's all I can say. That, that's 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 a very good point because you're right. Boxing became so handled yeah. that it became a boring sport. Which is part of the reason why why MMA took over. Because because they showed you who you wanted to see. And they didn't shy away from anything. Yep, you're absolutely right. All right, brother, you ready to wrap this up? Yep. We're done. Thank you. We're at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We're out of here.